0: This is Alex Gordon, and welcome to Clubhouse Conversation. They come from all corners of the world, and they descend on towns everywhere. Burlington, North Carolina,
1: Idaho Falls, Idaho, Lexington, Kentucky, Wilmington, Delaware, Springdale, Arkansas, Papillion, Nebraska, and Kansas City, Missouri. What do all
0: these men have in common? They work together to win. It's time to talk
1: to another Royal on Clubhouse Conversation. And welcome in Royals fans, it's Davo right here on Clubhouse Conversation, the place where we catch up with all your favorite current and former Royals players weekly throughout the year. So make sure you follow us on Twitter for all interview updates as we speak with all your favorite big league and minor league Royals and the guys who played here anywhere from last year back to 1969. You can follow us at Royals Clubhouse on Twitter, Clubhouse Conversation on Facebook, subscribe on iTunes, and of course right here on the site at clubhouseconversation.com. Now this morning, a guy who doesn't need much of an introduction, Alex Gordon, set to join us here on Clubhouse Conversation as the Royals now sit four games up on Toronto for home field throughout the 2015 AL playoffs. They've got that magic number down to 13 as the Royals take on the Twins again tonight out at the K. And on his way out there as we speak, with the family for Family Pictures this morning. We have caught up with Alex Gordon, who joins us by phone right now on Clubhouse Conversation. First of all, thanks so much, Alex, for the time. And second of all, how's everything going with you?
0: Uh, going pretty well. Uh, happy to be back on the field, uh, finally healthy again, and uh, enjoying the September and hopefully October baseball soon
1: yeah I hear that uh, rumor that you're on the way to family pictures right now now some people may not know about what the last day last inning of the season what was it 2011 when you had that ball in the nose and your nose blood but what happened with that again
0: yeah that was a long time ago actually that was 2007 and was healthy the whole year and it was actually nineteen and two out and yeah a ball came up hit me in the face and fractured my nose in three places had to have surgery that night and missed engagement pictures the next day so i guess something good came out of it
1: yeah so you'll be on time for these pictures today plus i'm sure you know it's exciting to get the little ones out there in a photo as well too right
0: yeah yeah they're uh they're a handle for the pictures to, to get them the smile and everything but you know, we trick them with treats and, and presents and stuff like that so
1: have hopefully we, that works have we had any new uh, max gordon running into walls you know there's gordon making the catch any new stories with that lately
0: no, he hasn't been doing it because Daddy hasn't been doing it. So he's been uh, kind of on the DL with with uh, all the all the bangs against the walls and all the diving catches. And- Stuff like that. So hopefully it comes back.
1: To us. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, let's start with uh, talking a little Husker football. Then. So obviously you were on the field when the dreaded hail mary completion was made. Again, you know BYU wins at like forty three yards, last play of the game. So is that one of those things where you try to like? Are you DVR'ing it? Are you trying to make home, you know make it home without finding it? Like in fever pitch, where you try to you know not hear what happens? Is, is a fan yelling it at you? Does a clubby tell you about it? How did you find out about that?
0: Well, we had a BYU fan. He was actually a trainer. that was in the in the dugout at the time, so he gave me the updates and uh, let me know how the game ended. wasn't really excited about it, but you know I knew that was going to be a tough game with BYU, and they had that um, good dual threat quarterback, so I knew it was going to be a tough one. But uh, I didn't know it was going to be a hail mary end of the game kind of kind of game.
1: Yeah, well, at least it's game one of the new era. Now, on on the topic of football too, I'm assuming you're a fantasy football player. Are you guys doing that clubhouse uh, football league this year again?
0: Uh yeah, we just like to have fun with it and uh, you know talk some smack and uh, play with each other. So, did
1: you get anybody good?
0: Um, I got Gronkowski and Odell Beckham, nice. uh, Drew Brees. My running backs are a little shaky, but. Uh, Last year, I I ran away with the league, so um, I'm going to take it easy
1: on the guys this (laughs) year. There you go. Well, let's go back to talking about Omaha then. So you were down there. You know, it's got to be semi-neat for you. You know, what, 40, 45 minutes away from where you grew up there in Lincoln and and, uh, much different than 2010, right? So back then, it was Rosenblatt Stadium. You were still kind of learning a new position down there. I mean, how much fun did you have, first of all, being back down there and seeing, you know, minor league baseball again? And then also, how would you like Werner Park?
0: It was great. Uh, First time at Warren Park, and it was actually my favorite rehab assignment. I've been on a couple rehab assignments, but this was my favorite one because I got to stay at home, uh, which was pretty close to the field. So uh, I got to enjoy the home cooked meals from the wife and uh, enjoy, you know, family time.
1: Yeah, and your brother Derek. How about the season he's had, man? Sixty-five strikeouts in seventy innings, three-four-seven down at rookie ball for Idaho Falls. For those who don't know about that, uh, do you and him stay in pretty good touch?
0: Yeah, he. I mean, it's great for him uh, playing independent ball uh, last year. Um, kind of just you know still wanting to you know try to get that chance to play professional baseball. And once the Royals gave him that chance, I think he kind of didn't take it for granted, and um, you know worked hard, and and you know look what happened.
1: Did you ever pitch much in high school? Way back in the day?
0: Yeah, I pitched a little bit. I, I thought about doing it in college a little bit, but you know, I wanted to focus on uh, one thing, and you know, that was being the position player. So uh, I didn't have the the body type like my other brothers do. All of them are like six four, six five, kind of tall, and lengthy. So um, I was kind of the, the the scrawny one out of all of them.
1: Well, let's get to some completely ADD random questions here, real quick. So, your new okay. walk-up song, and I noticed you're rocking a new walk-up song. You ditched the Marky yeah. Mark. What is that?
0: It's uh, geZ by, and it's called "I Mean It." Um, I heard it a couple, a couple weeks ago, and I, I and I changed it. <laughs> Unfortunately, the day I changed it was the day I got hurt. So, I was thinking about comp- contemplating and changing again because it was bad luck. But you know, I decided to stick with it
1: been good so far yeah that's nine for 18 since coming back so a few weeks back then i went to the louisville slugger plant i don't even know if you ever played out there in triple a when they were out there have you ever been to the louisville slugger plant before
0: i haven't but i got a lot of friends that have been there and they've taken pictures and and sent me pictures of you know my bats and models and everything like that
1: yeah it's pretty cool they have the entire all all nine bats from the world series from last year from both teams on display there
0: oh really I, i did not know that but that's
1: uh, yeah, yeah both teams. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. I like, guess it's a tra- tradition they have each year with the two teams. So hopefully, we'll be back there next year, too. Now, how about speaking of your bats then? I mean, how often do you change the weight or length of your bats? I mean, how long have you been on the same style of bat?
0: I've had the exact same model, um, weight, size, color, everything since the end of 2010. Wow. Uh, Willie Bloomquist actually introduced
1: Yeah, now when you do change bats, is it just as simple as one of those things where you look at a teammate's bat and just start swinging it, and it kind of happens?
0: Yeah, you know, there's some guys that go and just grab your bats without asking, and, <laughs> and then you see them using it, you know, at the plate, and you're like, you know, <laughs> what the heck? They didn't even ask me if they could use it, but um, there's there's so many bats playing around, you know, so many models, so many companies that um, a lot of guys like to like to change it up.
1: Now how about gloves? We know you, uh, I, I think you're still doing the same thing with the same hat all year, right? Are, are, how often do you switch gloves out there?
0: Well, guys are starting to get really mad at me with the hat. So <laughs> I actually, when I got hurt, I threw the hat away, um, that I had cause it was getting pretty bad, kind of nasty. So, um, this, I'm wearing the second hat for this year. It's a little bit better. It's starting to get that, uh, that stench, that, um, sweaty ballgame stench, <laughs> but, um, it's not as bad as the years past, so uh, but my teammates are liking me a little bit better, and uh, um, just trying to help out the team.
1: And uh, will you? So will you actually wear the same glove like all year then?
0: uh so I wear the same glove for two years is how it's gone. Um, so I think 2011, 2012 I had the same glove. 2013, 2014 I had the same glove, and now this year's a, a, a new glove. So hopefully I can keep it for for next year, but they get worn out, so. I uh, usually like to change it up every every two years.
1: Now, I enjoyed the foreword that you wrote, and you know, in case people have not read Dayton Moore's book yet, it's fantastic. Pick that one up; it all goes to to charity as well. But you know, you wrote the foreword of that. You know, is it pretty cool being at Barnes and Noble, being an author now, showing up in those catalogs?
0: Oh yeah, I'm a huge reader of books and <laughs> love writing my own own novels and everything like that. So um, I'm sure there's plenty of books that I've I've written that are at Barnes and Noble. You just kind of have to look around and yeah. Um, Find
1: them under pen names, right? Like Gordon Alex. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> now, Jeremy Guthrie's told me that he keeps this kind of cool. He has like a handwritten journal of every hitter he's faced in the big leagues, like notes, how to get him out, et cetera, et cetera, what they throw, what happened last time. Mm-hmm. Now, do you do that at all with, uh, you know, opposing pitchers?
0: Um, I don't do that. I kind of do something like that with my workouts. I, you know, I have a journal that I keep and I, I keep every workout and write everything down and um, just so I can remember and know, know what I did, uh, you know, last week or, or whatever. So I don't do it with the hitters, but I do it with my, my workout. So I guess we're kind of kind of similar.
1: Now, how about a guy say, I mean, obviously, if you see Verlander, you know what, 15, 13 at-bats a year, you know him real well. How about? I always wonder, because you hear Billy Butler say, I can remember every guy, how he pitched me, or you hear the announcer say, oh, he's seen him six times, so he knows him well. So let's say like a a random middle reliever from the Rays who you see one or two at-bats a year, and you've seen him maybe five times. Do you actually, honest to God, remember him and and what he did last time, or do you have to get like a refresher?
0: Yeah, for some reason, baseball players have like weird memories that about baseball things that we can remember everything from like you know 2007 but if you ask us something about what our kid did in like 2010 we have no idea so (laughs) it's just it's just weird how it works that way every i think every baseball player is wired like that and um somehow we can always remember the the small useless stuff
1: well, five last questions for you. Switching gears here back to protein bars, which I know we both share a passion for. I, I Myself, I'm addicted to the uh, Cookies and Cream Quest Bars. Have you tried those yet? Mm-hmm.
0: I'm not the Cookies and Cream. I like, I'm a big uh, peanut butter guy, so I like the peanut butter uh, Quest Bars.
1: Is that your favorite? I mean, do you? is that your favorite brand, or do you have a different that. one?
0: I love peanut butter. Anything, protein powders, everything, it has to be peanut butter. So uh, I'm hooked on it, and yeah, that's, that's my go-to.
1: Very cool. Now, what's the what's the weirdest place you've ever been asked for an autograph before in your entire life?
0: Uh, place or w- like somewhere to sign. Either.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: oh, no. One time, I was uh, going to the bathroom out of urinal, and someone asked me for my autograph. I told them I had to shake it. <laughs> and finish it. Um, oh dear! That I could, but the weirdest place? I don't know. There's some like clothing, shoes. Like that, a lot of kids always say, "Sign my arm." I'm like, "What's the point?" What's the point of come off here in
1: about, you know, two hours, anyways? But yeah, hey, at least I, I, you, you know they're not selling it on eBay. At least that way, right? Yeah, absolutely. So now, pets. Growing up, did you have any pets growing up? And, and are you more of a cat or a dog person, or both?
0: No, I'm a dog. I'm a dog guy. My favorite dog, is, hopefully, I can get someday, as a, as a lab. Um, love labs, but I actually grew up with two cats. Uh, my parents had two cats, so I had I'm, I'm just an animal level, a lover in general. So, um, right now we have two dogs, and um, they're kind of the smaller dogs that we can travel with. It kind of works with our schedules right now and, and everything. So, hopefully, someday when I get done playing, I can get a laptop.
1: Hey, Grin- Grinky travels with that cat, doesn't he, on the road?
0: <laughs> yeah, what, what's Grinky's cat called? <laughs> well, yeah, it's, uh, it's Wilson. Yeah, everywhere he goes, it's pictures with Wilson, the cat. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> and you got Matt Weirs with his. <laughs> I love it. And then there's Matt Weeters and his cat Omaha who goes with quite a bit. Now, uh, oh, he does, he does. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, good old Omaha. F- favorite vacation spot in the off season.
0: Oh. well, I got two places. You could either send me to a, a tailgate at a football game or some hot place with a
1: Sounds like a Nebraskan. Well, hey, look at that. We made it through an entire interview with no questions about Mike Gersley in third base. How about that, right? <laughs> yeah,
0: it's been, it's, I think people have forgotten, so they're, they're looking ahead to, to this postseason. They forgot about last year. Yeah, so
1: just just wait till 20 years from now you meet somebody who you've never met and they always bring it up thinking they're all unique. Just wait Well, that.
0: I've been working on my...
1: I love it. Well, thanks so much for your time. We're looking forward to hopefully a a deep run when it's cold outside and we're still playing and hopefully a different result this time. And also, also, you know, uh, I speak for Royals fans, hoping that we see you here as a lifetime Royal and here for years to come. So thanks for your time and good luck.
0: Thanks, Dave. I appreciate you having me.